We want to give a quick trigger warning. This episode, we are going to be talking about very heavy topics, including mental health and suicide. I recently lost a very, very, very close family member in the past two weeks due to suicide and taking their own life. So we are going to go over that at first. Um, and then we're going to get into like your guys' advice and questions and stuff like that. So if you want to hear about my experience these last two weeks, you can watch the whole first part and we'll add a timestamp of when we, you know, get into your guys' advice and stuff. Yeah. Cause there's going to be more to it, but obviously this is something that we can't, we're not just going to graze over. Right. Welcome back to episode six of Famished. I'm back everybody. It feels amazing to be back. Mm. It feels good to be back. I kind of liked it when you weren't here. Oh, yeah. No. Hold <laughs> on. I got to open this. Okay. That is the official commencement of Famished. The fact we're back that we're in episode six. I still feel like we just started. If you guys watched last week's podcast, Andrew was not here. I was not here. I was um, enduring the worst thing you probably ever have. Week of my life. Quite literally. Yeah. Um, so this episode is going to be all about mental health, everybody. Um, I didn't just obviously go into like a depression or anything like that. Um, I wasn't on the last episode because my cousin Adriana, if you guys watch my YouTube channel over the last six years, you'll know that Adriana is in a lot of my videos. She's one of the closest people to me. Um, her and her mom, they're kind of like part of like my immediate family extremely close and there's no easy way to say it um adriana took her own life i wish i there's no yeah there's really no words um not something any of you guys ever like expected or saw coming i mean like i said me and her were like i was the closest person to her and there were no signs i had no idea i was literally texting her as she did it I thought she had fallen asleep. I really just had no idea she was dealing with depression. And I just want to reiterate that she was like, we were two peas in a pod from the time we were born until her very last moment. Like I had no idea. And if anyone was going to know, it would have been you. Yeah. I knew that the first episode back, I would definitely want to do like a mental health topic. Um, what a lot of people, what a lot of my followers don't know is that when we were in high school, my uncle, Adriana's dad, took his own life. So it's not something that my family is like um, a stranger to. We've dealt with this once and we're dealing with it like a hundred times harder now. And I just think that this is a serious, serious thing that needs to be talked about more. I think, you know, society in general is moving toward a place where it's talked about a lot more and there's so many like sources like for help and all that but you never really like it's not very common that you hear like stories like where someone like actually like went through with it we were talking about how for the most part the people that are like really vocal about it still want help like they're still looking for help they still have that hope within them hope yeah but then the people that are like so set and that this is what they're gonna do they're the ones that are the most quiet because they don't want anyone to know yeah about it and it's just so crazy. You guys, Adriana was literally me, like the most outgoing, funniest. And it's not like, a, oh, this person passed away. They were so funny and out. Like, she was hysterical, like unhinged, She's so funny. Just like you. Literally me. Yeah. And this is so out of nowhere. And there's, I, I'm not going to get into detail, obviously, but there is so much trauma surrounding it from how she did it. 
that's probably honestly the most tra- traumatic for me. Um, when I got the call, I was with my parents. It was just like there's so much trauma like surrounding it that I can't even get into. But it's it's <laughs> it's bad. Everyone in my family, um, we are all signing up for therapy. I think that's I'm the last idea. person so far who yeah, hasn't just because I don't have insurance right now. But, yeah. you know, we're figuring that out. But what I'm really happy about is my family. They were never against therapy. Yeah. But they were very much like, oh, I don't need it. Like, mm-hmm. which I was like, mm, I think you do. But now they're all getting it. And not only that, it's not like they're all signing up for the same one. Like everyone's getting one that like, like my dad is getting one for like retired law enforcement. Like oh, okay. my mom's getting. Yeah. So like nice. everyone's getting like different they're, ones, like, which I'm happy about. Yeah. Different stuff. Yeah. That's good. Honestly, it sucks that sometimes it takes things that serious and that traumatic and heart wrenching for people to take mental health seriously especially that older generation who i feel like did not grow up Mm. talking about it you just got your shit together and just i don't know lived obviously you don't ever want something like this to happen but i feel like it's good that you guys are responding to it in a way that you're gonna at least gain something like they're gonna hopefully find more peace within therapy not only just because of the event but maybe things and other things in their lives that they've never addressed within themselves or like therapy helps a lot yeah i'm really because i'm i'm open to therapy and i know it helps but i can't see how it would help yeah right now you know yeah but like i'm really excited to you know for my mind to hopefully um change on that yeah and i also you know obviously i'm going to be talking a lot about this this episode this episode might be a little longer a little bit more chill um but sam also, you are a huge advocate for very big mental health. Yeah. It's been a huge part of your brand. So this also is going to be half about you and your struggle. And yeah, we like that. We just were looking for some type of topic that we could just sit and chill and talk. That way, no one felt pressured to be super like funny or whatever. Where we could just honestly speak about our minds because social media can either be really raw, but it can also just be really highlighty and only showing like the good parts. I just was in Wisconsin. And Andrew goes, oh, it looked like the weather was so nice the whole time. And it was just such a good, like, vibes. And I was like, no, it was so bad. <laughs> it rained almost every single day that I was there. But she posted, like, all the like these fall autumn uh-huh. pictures on Instagram. And he goes, okay, highlight reel. Yeah, literally. <laughs> so, like, it can be that. But I also feel like it's really important to have these moments where it's, sure, we are funny people and we like to crack a joke here or there. But serious topics are also important. That's probably why we have this platform. Yeah, and like, I mean, we already put a trigger warning, but something, and I know I'm still going to struggle with saying this because me and Adriana said it so much. Mm. One of the last things me and Adriana said to each other was, I'm going to kill myself. Like, because mm-hmm. like, we always said it. Yeah. And now I'm like, did she mean it that last time? Like, I know. But like, we always just said it. So yeah. like, I do want to try to be more conscious. It is a really bad habit. I have heard that saying stuff like that even if it is i'm gonna kill myself or i'm gonna anything like those negative thoughts even even if you're saying them as a joke you're kind of ingraining it like into your brain a little bit like desensitizing yes kind of because like even like the first thing i texted you i know i am someone who definitely talks about mental health a lot but i also say stuff like that a lot like i can be very negative speaking to myself and very i mean i don't i don't really know a better word other than negative and I think it does impact our brains more than we think. Even if it's not a conscious thing, it's yeah. making our brain, like you kind of said, like desensitized to the idea of even suicide in general. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying I'm never going to say it again because I make mistakes and like it is a habit. 
Um, it's something to be more mindful of. Yeah, for sure. Like we've caught ourselves a couple of times, like just going back and forth. Like maybe yeah. we shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> now we it's almost like now it's almost like everything we say that can like remotely relate to it or like yeah. like how she did it. Like we're mm-hmm. like, oh. yeah, we cope with humor. I will say, both yeah. of us. And so, and especially because Adriana, I mean, I didn't know her like super, super well, but I knew her through you. She was you. So quite literally, like you guys have the same humor. So I know wherever she is, she's laughing with us. Oh, (laughs) this is like my first time kind of back in the real world, back in the swing of things. It's been two weeks and two days. She did it on October 15th. So it's also crazy how fast time goes. Well, I know, especially like my life has been standing still. Yeah. But this is my first time like back in the swing of things coming here to your apartment. So if I'm I'm going to be like a little out of it. I I I'm noticing like I'm staring a lot cuz like you know, the first whole entire week it was like the worst thing I had to tell oh, she had a 4-year-old son, you know, mm. me, my brother, her mom, my mom and her brother. Did I say her brother twice or my brother? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> me, my brother, my mom, her mom and her brother had to tell her kid. Um she was a single mom. So that was just like atrocious i had a you know in high school i had to tell adriana that her dad took his own life and then i had to tell her four-year-old that she died of old age is that what you said oh yeah basically yeah we just said we we, um the morning of or the next morning we went to a school psychologist to figure out like the best way to tell a four-year-old and like honestly when you told me that i was like that is very smart of you guys yeah i don't know that i would have ever thought about that and that's why school psychologists are there yeah help with stuff i feel yeah but the first week, I was very much in it. I, I hopped on a plane. Sorry. But, no, I hopped <laughs> on a... cope with humor. <laughs> me and my mom hopped on a plane and went straight to New York. My mom was visiting me. We went straight to New York, and I was very much in it, very aware of everything the first week. And then I came home, and I was, like, kind of... I was alone. You know, Zach works really long days. And it was hard, but now that I'm back in the swing of things, we're trying to be... Um, I have moments where I forget that it happened. Mm-hmm. And it's almost just as hard now because it's like re-realizing every time rather than just always thinking about it. Yeah. So now like I'll notice like I'm staring a lot because and I make a, I make like a almost like a face like I just got pinched. Okay. Like because like I'm like I'm like oh my yeah. god wait that actually happened. And I, I'm noticing I'm doing that even when I'm alone. I'm like whoa that actually happened. And um, this you know I'm not going to keep saying this but me and Adriana texted 24 7 like the dumbest stuff when, yeah. even when we had nothing to say it would be like i smell you from here or like <laughs> just like the dumbest stuff yeah like you need to brush your teeth like just so not having her I, I i've texted her a bunch of times by mistake sometimes on purpose but um that's where i'm at right now not doing too hot but i do want to say and then you know i want to go back to sam for a little <laughs> it's never going to get easier it's, I'm never going to be able to live with the fact that she did this. The fact that I was texting her while she did it and had no idea. I thought everything was normal. I'm never going to, de- I'm never going to be able to deal with the fact that me, my mom, and my dad were the first people my aunt called. So like, you know, Adriana was still there when like the cops didn't get there yet. You know, I'm never going to be able to deal with all this trauma. It's never going to get easier. So I know a lot of you are going to be like, Andrew, take all the time you need. Give yourself time because that's what everyone's saying. But it's simply never going to be better. And I do have to just like get the wheel rolling and get the ball rolling. What is it? I just have to start living my life and carrying it, basically. I feel like loss is something that we're all so afraid of. Like 
as human beings, we are all going to experience loss at some point, no matter how old we are without, without having experienced loss before. At some point in our life, we're all going to experience it. The second that we're born, at some point, we have to die. Yeah. And it is just, grief is something that everyone experiences so different. And I feel like people push the narrative of, okay, get back into my life. I got to get back into everything that I was doing before. But I feel like you're always, you're changed now. Not, yeah. you're never going to have that person that you were before this happened. Like you are now slightly different and you're always going to be slightly different. So it's more like learning how to navigate your new normal instead of trying to get your old life back. Yeah. Like, you're always going to be this part of you that is different or missing. And it's more like learning how to, I don't know, just like start life again, start new because it's, you can't bring them back. Yeah. I keep saying like, you know, obviously Zach, I've been with Zach for eight years. He's like, I love, he's like the love of my life, whatever. I have my parents, but Adriana was like the, like everyone's a piece of me. Adriana was like my personality. Like I am funny because Adriana, like we had the half of the things you hear me say that are funny. You think like came from me, came from Adriana and vice versa with her too. Like half the things came from me. We are like the way we are because of our personalities growing up. So I really feel like the funny half of me is gone. It's not. It's coming back, bitches. But for now, it's got me. You know, you know what? Maybe I'll just get her half and I'll yeah, be even honestly, funnier. But we're hoping that you get like her luck. Like maybe yeah. that'll like change a little. Well, she had she had some pretty Did rough. She? <laughs> like her dad. You oh, know. yeah, I guess. But I, the, the one thing I was getting at was it's something you said and it really helped me. Um, and I think it's a thing. I don't think you made it up. If you did, props to you. But it was like the weight never gets lighter it just gets easier to carry yeah like you're always gonna feel this pain it's always gonna be there you're like i said something is always going to be missing it's like as if you're carrying around a 20 20 pound dumbbell all the time but eventually that 20 pound dumbbell isn't gonna feel as heavy anymore it's still gonna be there but you're just gonna get stronger uh and you're gonna be able to carry it around easier without even noticing that it's there same with me and like my fupa (laughs) you know what i mean yeah like i've been carrying her around but she feels lighter every day, even though she's not. She's getting a little it's bit. It's like she's getting heavier, but yeah, she, that at least she feels. Wasn't so, <laughs> so great. I don't know where I came up with that, but grief is something that I feel like there is comfort in knowing that other people go through it too, and that you're not alone in that. I'm sure there are people watching this right now that also have lost people in the past week. Yes, and it. It's just such a human experience. And there are a lot of little things in our life that are those shared human experiences. And so I feel like even as hard as it is, I'm like proud that you want to talk about it because I think even people listening will find so much comfort in like hearing about how you're handling grief and how you're getting through it. And it can help people feel just not alone. Like the whole human experience, I think, is just we're not supposed to be alone. I think if we were supposed to be alone, there would be one of us we wouldn't have all been created together. I know everyone grieves differently and some people like to be alone and not like talk to people 24 seven, but I truly believe that we were given people to have support when going through things like this. Yeah. Like you don't have to carry the weight all by yourself. Like you don't have to feel like a burden for trauma dumping on like your friends or your family or just needing their support. Like there will come a time like, he's apologized a lot in the past two weeks. I'm someone who, like, I, talking about it really helps me. So, like, it, Sam was really nice uh, last night or the night before. Like, um, me and Adriana had, like, 
I think maybe 4,000 pictures in our text conversation. And Sam let me go through all of them with her. It was honestly so just nice to see like you have all those memories of her and we were like crying laughing yeah. like, like you're really funny honestly <laughs> some of these videos so that was really nice and sam's been amazing we never say nice things about each other but she's yeah, been don't. like amazing with everything this and is why we have friends and stuff to go through these things yeah. with you know what i mean because like imagine carrying that weight all by yourself and some people want to because they don't want to burden the people in their lives but it's so much easier to carry something when a million people are holding on to it with you. Yeah. I feel I, um, my family, like they're all stuck in New York, like yeah. in her house, you know, still. And I feel really bad. Like they're not doing well. No. But I mean, I'm a big person about environment and like places. Yeah. And if I'm in a place where something bad has happened or I've like experienced a bad part of my life in a certain area, which is honestly a huge reason I left Wisconsin, I just associate places with emotions a lot so being there if it was me I don't know that I could it was it was rough but I did you know the first thing I did to get out of the house I think it was like two days after I went out and I went shopping for an outfit inspired by Adriana like something she would wear and I'm actually wearing it again right now and I got this because this is just such a color she would wear such like a design she would wear these jeans are like just like casual mom jeans for the audio listeners but I got home and I was with my friend Stephanie, oh, who yeah. has also been amazing th- through everything. Mm-hmm. I got home and I was like showing everyone my outfit and they were like, oh my God, and look what it says. And I didn't even realize. Did you? No. What does it say? Take care of yourself. Stop. And the back, it's the same thing. Take care of yourself. And I had no idea it even said this. You don't realize it. No. But Adriana was obsessed with peace signs. So I got it Aww. because the peace sign. Just growing up, she yeah. was not like anymore. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Speaking of that sweatshirt. Right. Something that I have noticed a lot, and I'm going to come out here and say that I have not really lost, I haven't lost somebody as close to me as Adriana. So I don't know the feeling that you're experiencing, but will I, okay, so I cut that. But what I do, actually still cut that. How do I want to say this? But for me, something that I've always been so interested in is like signs from people and I think one of the first things I told you was like you can talk to her like she can help you through this now like even though her being gone is the source of this pain I believe she can also be there to show you she's okay and to like help you through it and I need you to share if you're comfortable the some of the things that have happened oh. when asking her for signs. Okay, well, first of all, I want to say <laughs> talking to her has, has been, sorry, talking to her <laughs> has been interesting because me and her were very much, like I said, we talked 24-7 and we were so, like, mean to each other. So, like, she would get my car and I would be like, hi, dumbass. Like, <laughs> but literally. So now, like, when I talk to her, I'll be like, Adrian, I love you so much. Like, and I'm like, ew, like. So lovey-dovey. We never... Yeah, and I'm like, okay, wait. So then I'll be like, you're a dumbass. Where's the remote? Like, <laughs> yeah. You fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, I, like, you know? And so I have to, like, catch myself because she's not a different person. She's yeah. just a different... Form. <laughs> yeah, she's gas now. Yeah. Helium. <laughs> Solid to gas. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. All I could think of when you said that was the fact that the podcast before, we talked about fat burning. Oh, okay. Okay, and death yeah. and haunting each other. Okay, I know. so Adriana did this, and I'm literally like on the floor crying hysterically. And like, then our, our episode is being posted, Watched. and it's about cremation, <laughs> death. Yeah, haunting like, each other. It was just not. 
I was the things like, that we talked so much about death in the podcast before, yeah. like literally before you left and went home. And it's just, hmm. Okay. Signs. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> the things that you've experienced and that she has, which I mean, I totally believe she has shown you. Oh my God. It's so comforting. Yeah. And there's a lot, um, I'm going to get into speaking of signs that she's given and you guys, these are like really, really, really crazy signs. So mm-hmm. like buckle up, but there are some that are so much more crazy built. It's basically the same signs, but like go way more in depth, but I'm, I won't be able to tell you guys those really in depth ones. Just personal. it's personal family stuff. But, um, I, I can't even tell this with the smile on my face. I don't know. It's crazy. But you know, the next day after she did it, we all sat down. I said who before, and we were telling Blake, her son, what happened. Um, he processed it just like an adult would. That's so, I was worried about like, that. Like, he wasn't like, oh, or just cried. He was just like, mm-hmm. I won't get into it. But it was, it was just like an adult would process it, right? So it was disgustingly difficult. Like, I was losing my mind, crying. I was trying to be strong, but I had to walk into the other room at some points. Um, you would hope their innocence would kind of help them through that, but he was very... Yeah, Adriana worked at a really popular restaurant in Long Island, in Port Jeff, if you guys know, um, Burrito. She worked there, and they closed for like four days, and they would they didn't reopen. It was it was so nice knowing that, but the next day after it happened, they all gathered there. Everyone who worked there and like regulars, they all gathered there to just be with each other because everyone was taking this really really rough. And it's kind of funny now because I thought it was like a nice thing, like gather and like remember memories. Mm-hmm. So I had asked one of Adriana's friends that was there. I was like, oh, like, can you send me a video? Because originally my aunt, like we weren't going to have a wake for Adriana because it was just none of us were thinking. Yeah. Like, but I was like, so many people would want to come. So I had asked this girl, Johanna, Adriana, one of Adriana's best friends, to send a video of everyone that was at Burrito. Keep in mind, they were all devastated crying but I thought they were all there like celebrating her life oh. so like I learned a few days later like <laughs> it wasn't the vibe like the but, so, would have been like, <laughs> but like obviously I'm like such a close family member so she wanted to do it for me yeah so she went around recording everyone and now that I look at the video everyone's like huddled like oh. hugging each other crying hysterically and I'm like and she's like putting a camera in their face and I'm like I am so sorry I made you do that we could waited a few days <laughs> yeah so anyway she sent me that video as we're telling Blake and I went in the other room because I was losing my mind and I texted it to Adriana and I was like, look how many people love you. Yeah. And I was like, please give me a sign that you're here right now because this is the hardest thing anyone in my family has ever had to do. Like sit here and tell Blake, like, please just give me a sign and radio silence. I was like, okay, bitch. Like <laughs> louder, please. <laughs> really? Yeah. I was like, so I was like, let me say it out loud. Yeah. But I didn't want to say too loud because they're telling Blake in the other room, like he's crying everyone's crying i did just i didn't want to like embarrass myself Everyone, i guess like, takes a breath and they just hear you screaming. yeah so i was just like out loud i was like please please send me a sign right now like where's me and her are so connected mm-hmm. radio silence i was like okay well this didn't work <laughs> yeah this, this isn't comforting i guess you know there isn't an, uh, there's no other side right now um so i go in the other room back you know where they're telling him and he kind of started like passing out from crying and stuff mm-hmm. Um, not in like, a, oh my God, he's passing out. Wait, just like, yeah. you know, rubbing him and yeah, tired. Yeah. And so 
the Alexa in the room that has never worked, has never played. They've never got it to turn on. They were always like this piece of shit. So they bought other ones. Like it never worked. It turns on and we knew it turned on because it started playing easy on me by Adele. And if you go through mine and Adriana's pictures back when easy on me came out, I sent Adriana so many memes of it and everything because I'm obsessed with Adele. She's my favorite singer, right? Guys, this gets so weird. She's my favorite singer, so I sent Adriana so many memes of Easy On Me, this, this, and that. And anytime Adriana would get my car, because we would get coffee together like every day, yeah. Easy On Me would be on repeat. And she would get in, she would make leave to pinch me, and she would go, turn that off, that's so depressing. <laughs> like, it's so depressing, turn it off. Because she hated like slow songs like that. So she was never like the biggest fan. Easy On Me starts playing, right? Now... The if- lyrics of that song. Oh, can I read some of them? Yeah, okay. I'm sure. Okay, so some of the lyrics... You know, guys, keep in mind, Adriana took her own life. Um, I hate saying that, but there ain't no gold in this river that I've been washing my hands in forever. But I know there's hope in these waters, but I can't bring myself to swim when I'm drowning in the silence. Right. So silent. Then go easy on me. I was still a child. I didn't get the chance to feel the world around me. I had no time to choose what I chose to do. So go easy on me. Whatever. Okay. Crazy when you think about it, because... This song is about divorce. Now, what's even crazier is this song and like the album is Adele's apology to her child Mm -hmm. because divorce was the only option. So this song that was very like relative in mine and Adriana's like banter and relationship starts playing as we're telling Adriana's son. Basically like... She's not here anymore. Yeah, so it starts playing easy on me and I was like... I got the chills, like, even right now. Mm-hmm. Like, because I just know that was from her. And, it, it, guys, it goes so much deeper. It does. Like, more stuff happened. Like, crazy stuff. But I really, just for my family, I can't get into it. Um, just know that the song Easy On Me has popped up so many times. And, like, essentially, I, I can't really say, but stuff Adriana did before, um you know, she took her life. It's kind of like a, if this song plays, you know, it's me. Mm -hmm. This random song, like, I don't know. It's, it's essentially that, but I can't get into it. There's just other things. Like the other day we, me and Sam were sitting here as we were going through the pictures and Sam was like, let's try something. Do you want to, this was before. So I, we had finally like taken a break from looking at the pictures and I was sitting where Andrew is and he was kind of sitting where I am. And I just picked up my phone to just honestly automatically start scrolling TikTok and I opened my phone and the first video that comes well, up. Well, you said. <clears throat> I said the tie dye thing after. Okay. This was just me like not, we, we, I mean, we were talking about Adriana okay, like okay, the whole okay. time. Like we were going through all this stuff and then we kind of had taken like a, br- a break, I guess like a pause and I was going through TikTok. Honestly, I think you were looking for a specific video or something and I open it. And it's a little girl singing Easy On Me by Adele. I'm like, Andrew, this I just loaded TikTok and this is what it says. You can't tell me that's not her. So then as a, not a joke, but I was like, mm, let me test you, girlfriend. What's something so random, Andrew, that I could tell her to show me a video of and see if she'll like do it? And he goes, a tie-dye shirt? I say, okay. 
I like swipe down to reload the my for you page. First video is a man wearing a black and red tie dye shirt. You guys, this what this wasn't us like reaching. Like it, she has been so specific. And Adriana was so 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 into psychics, especially because yeah. her dad. Uh-huh. And she was so into like signs with the afterlife. Yeah. She's Very been much. loud. Yeah, she's been like loud. And honestly, I mean, you've I hang out with Andrew a lot, and he's come here a lot for the podcast. It was so different for some reason you walking in here this time you just don't feel like you're alone and I don't know if that makes me sound delulu but you just I feel like you have someone protecting you now and like you know anytime you would be like what are you doing on your phone I would I was always texting Adriana so it's always like she was with me anyway in my pocket no like I she's definitely with you and I'm not scared like no well now you're not the podcast before this oh yeah um, I was sitting on the toilet when Andrew was here and I was like you know Andrew if Adriana were to appear in front of you right now in a ghostly form, would it scare you? And he's like, no. I'm like, hmm, funny, because three weeks ago I asked you the same question and you said you would still be terrified of me. I would be scared of you, though. But why am I scary? You do scary things. Well, I go, boom. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I would try to scare you. But um, furthermore, on the easy on me thing, as I was going through the pictures you know, with Adriana, I noticed in, my, in our texts, I was you know, there was like a really... There was a time when I was sending her like a lot of like easy on me texts and pictures and memes and stuff. And I looked and they were all like October 15th, 2021. Adriana took, did what she did. I can't. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I can't. Adriana did what she did on October 15th, 2023. Right. So I was like, that's weird. So I looked it up. I said, when did the single easy on me release you guys could look it up now it released october 15th 2021 that is insane the same day adriana you know did that Mm -hmm. um i i don't know it's it's hard see i I, like could cry right now but i'm not gonna um it's hard because a lot of times when i'm talking about it (sighs) it's like i feel like i'm telling a story and it's not real and then like it'll hit me that it actually happened Sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? You want a tissue? No, it's fine. Um, it'll hit me that like it's real. And then that's when it's like. Yeah, I think we've had a lot of conversations about that in the sense of I haven't experienced it. And like shock. I know you were in shock for a long time. And I feel like the longer you're like, home now and kind of out of the heat of it. I don't know a better way to say that. It's becoming more real. Yeah. And that shock is like not protecting you as much anymore. And um. Sorry, were you done? No, yeah, with you can go. Sorry. This, is, this needs to be about you, too, because like, you deal with a lot of mental health. We have... We yeah. Could, we could talk for It'll hours. It'll be a longer episode, guys. I'm sorry, but... You don't have to apologize. Trauma... I, I am so not a dramatic person, and I, I genuinely find so many people cringy for being dramatic. Like, I really do. Like, I cringe, at, and I'm like... The yeah. wedding vows? Oh, yeah. Like, I, I showed him a video, the cutest video ever of these wedding vows. And he goes, no, I can't watch that. I'm like, oh, it's too cute. Like, oh Yeah, my God, she thought like, I was going to, like, cry because it was cute. And he's like, no, I think it's cringy. And I'm like... <laughs> yeah, but, but, like, it's not... Everyone does it. I just... Maybe that's something I'll unpack in therapy. Like, just vulnerability, yeah. maybe. You'll be... I will say, going to therapy, I thought I would never get anything out of it. I thought it would just be me telling my life story to somebody. When I tell you 
the right therapist. It might take a couple tries. Yeah. But the right therapist will pull things out of you that you did not know were there, that you didn't know you struggled with. They will make things make so much sense. Yeah. And give you so many tools to get you through things like this. Or just get you through like the, even the little things in life. Yeah. And like, I will say like what I was saying, like I'm not a dramatic person at all. As like, as much as you watch my videos and I seem so dramatic, I'm dramatic with funny little things. Like, if I spill a coffee on the floor, I'll like lay next to it and take like a selfie of me like crying. Like, yeah, I'm not like really a dramatic person, but I do have trauma from, you know, growing up overweight and gay in the closet. I have trauma, but that was all kind of gradual trauma. Yeah. This is smack you in the face. I've never had like trauma that hits you like a truck. Mm -hmm. And I really, I didn't understand that these things that I've always heard in movies and like I've heard people say are real. Like (laughs) the first day, you know, obviously everyone was sending us so many trays of food and everything. The first day I ate and I had to run to the bathroom and I literally, trigger warning, projectile vomited, like, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. I, and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, you know, maybe it was just something in the sandwich, <laughs> in the hero. I don't know. But then um, I was talking to Zach and I was like, I don't know how I'm ever going to live with this. Like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. I really don't know. Like, it feels like there's a 10 pound weight on my brain, but it's causing me physical pain. Like it actually hurts. Like, and I don't, I'm like, do I have an aneurysm? Like, <laughs> no, cause it physically hurts, Sam. It's just a lot. Well, and Zach was like, okay, that's trauma. Yeah. No, and I was sure. like, people literally die of broken hearts. But that's like where, like when people say that hurts, mm-hmm. I guess that's where, like it oh, yeah. physically hurts. Yes. I mean, it's a huge part of you. Like you've said, like she quite literally was at least a third of your being. And then to just, without having time, we've been talking a lot back and forth about the difference between all loss and grief is terrible, but traumatic loss, you don't have time to say goodbye. You don't have time to process. I mean, if someone is in the hospital for a few weeks before they die, you get to slowly, day by day, come to terms with what's about to happen. Even someone getting older. Yeah. It's in, they've lived a whole life. When somebody young or just in general passes away, you don't get to say goodbye. You don't have closure with it, and especially with how she did it, or it being like a choice. That leaves you with a list of questions mile long about like wise and it's just different yeah and like i i do i (laughs) i don't know if this is so insensitive but like i keep on saying like i really just wish she did it a different way like because i can't handle it like i really can't um oh you mean like if she was gonna go that it wouldn't have been like her choice no i meant or just the way that she did yeah like i i because that that is if i'm being you know openly very honest right now, that is a part I'm, it's really, really weighing heavy on me. That is, I mean, I could draw her apartment right now. Like I spent so much time. I spent her entire pregnancy with her, yeah. her whole life with her. Yeah. I could just picture it so well. Mm. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. Um, I don't want to get into that just for myself and for my family, but trauma is real, everybody. And I'm sorry I ever doubted the power of trauma and doubted anyone who was going through it. It's honestly don't feel bad about that or anybody who maybe is even listening to this and like not understanding. 
I don't think our brains are made to comprehend it until it's something that you literally feel. So many people don't understand anxiety, don't understand depression, or like how people could go five days without taking a shower. Some people can't comprehend that. Mm -hmm. You've never been in that position. You've never felt that. You've never been put in a place where you've had to experience that. And honestly, enjoy that. <laughs> like if you are listening to this and you don't that understand trauma or loss, we're, we're going to soak it in while we can because eventually we will all be there. Yeah. And like, I don't know exactly where I was going with that, but I just want to say like really quick, I, we will touch more on this, but like if you are someone who feels like that's the only option and like, you know, you're not talking to anyone about it, you guys, I would have never thought Adriana would do this. Like never in a million years. And I knew her probably more than you guys know anyone. Like we were attached. Like you were, Please, please, you don't, even like if you're scared to get help right away, just talk to someone about it and, you know, don't message your favorite influencer about it. You can, if they don't answer, you can't take that personally. They get so many DMs and they're not professionals because yeah. um, I know like maybe a lot of people are going to come to me with this, but I'm dealing with so much myself right now. I, I care about you guys more than anything. You can, if I see it, I'll try to, but I'm not a professional. I don't know the right thing to say. Um, talk to someone and you like bottom line like you will ruin so many people's lives if you do this to yourself like you have no idea how many people love you and like I may not feel like it but they do and like you know me and Adriana were so mean to each other but like that's how we showed love and I know she knew that I nothing in me thankfully will ever feel like guilty that yeah. I did anything wrong or but I I do wish you know maybe we told each other how much, like, I told her how much I loved her every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, she knew, so. Yeah. But, like um. even, we don't show love in, like, a huggy, lovey you hug type me. of way. I did. And I will forever hug you now. Yeah, same. We will be huggers. Same. Um, But, like, what you were saying is you just think that, I, it's so, obviously, I've had moments in my life where I feel like I would rather not be here but I've never really 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 truly experienced that so it's hard for me to say like just get help like whatever because obviously there must become there must come a point where your brain is not logically thinking anymore for you to be in a position to do that but I and I feel like people get so tired of hearing people say just don't do it you're know I mean like or like get help but truly get help because so many people who have attempted and it has not been successful thankfully the first thing that they say is they regret it the second they tried it. But like for some, sometimes there's just no take backsies. Like you can't go back sometimes. Yeah. And, and so you don't want to be in that position. In, in 2019, I've never like really told my family that no one, but like in 2019, I was at such a low point, like low, 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 extremely low. And you know, I worked at Chili's for like seven years. Mm -hmm. I had been doing YouTube for maybe seven years at that point, mm -hmm. eight years. And like, nothing crazy was coming from it and the beginning of 2020 i know a lot of people's lives oh, yeah. got a lot worse but everything changed for me i got a job opportunity a different job opportunity so much happened that like flipped my world upside down like f miraculously for no reason youtube just started working out for mm -hmm. me i started making all this money and so much so much changed and i mean 
I, I, you know, I won't go much into that, but basically like I was at such this low point where like I was thinking about stuff, you know, and all of a sudden just everything changed and everything I like ever wanted really mm-hmm. started working out. So you guys really never know. And True. it was nothing I did. It wasn't even a realization. It's just yeah. like, guys, things can change at any minute. They can. So I just, you know, anyone watching who's like considering stuff like that or you need to get help. You need to have hope and you need to understand that maybe not everyone is great at expressing themselves, but so many people love you. Even yes. people who don't know you love you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's that on that. Mental health has always been something that I grew up with. I know a lot of people experience that very differently where it's something that's not talked about. It's not accepted. Like I know people in my life who could have gotten a lot more help growing up, but their parents just didn't believe in it really. Right. I grew up with a mom who, which she is very open about it. So she won't care that I'm sharing. I'll make sure before it posts, but my mom tried to commit suicide probably six or seven times while I was growing up. She got diagnosed with a, a lot, like a plethora, like a whole bucket full of chronic diseases when I was like in fifth grade. And it took her job away from her. It took her purpose away from her. She couldn't do anything anymore. She was just in pain all the time. And that brought her to a place where she would rather not be here than be going through all these things. No one was able to help her. Right. Um, and so I grew up, I mean, thankfully she never did or was never successful. I don't know where I would be without my mom, but it put that into my life very quickly. And it made me realize how serious mental health was at a very young age. She'd be gone for weeks at a time in mental hospitals and we would have to just kind of like fend for ourselves. Maybe that's my excuse for why I only eat TV dinners. Um, but I grew up knowing that it was a very serious thing. Like it really can affect people because if you know my mom, she's like the happiest, well, seems to be, um, like wants to make sure everyone is having a good time, is always willing to just smile and make people laugh. And that's how she would act in front of people. But then like clearly all that was going on like behind the scenes. And so it could be anybody, like truly be anybody. And I'm lucky enough that I grew up where the second I started experiencing these things when I left high school, before that I had never had anxiety, never had depression or anything. I kind of knew that this was a thing. Okay, it can't be hereditary, I'm pretty sure. Um, But I knew what I was experiencing, so I had that knowledge of there are things I can do to make this better. It's not me. Like, I'm not crazy just because I have no hope or, like, I don't enjoy waking up every day. Um, I knew that there were things that I could do to get help, but a lot of people don't have that and don't have that resource or don't have people that are willing to support them. And so like, that could be you listening to this where you might think that you have nothing or no one, like he said, but there's just so much nowadays that's out there to get help and resources that help with like, obviously our health care system is just so fucked mm-hmm. everything is so expensive for no reason so it's not like therapists and like mental health and that kind of stuff is not accessible to a lot of people because it's so expensive but i feel like we're moving in the right direction where they're starting to come out with more things for it i just think that it's just something we shouldn't be ashamed about and more people than you realize struggle with it and it's not like a taboo subject anymore and if we just i don't know 
I just think if we trusted each other more to be open about it and as humans we all kind of banded together to understand that when people do come to us with these things like it's stuff we need to take seriously and we don't just need to like brush each other off because we're busy or I mean or I mean don't put it on you like you don't have to take other people's like issues to your own but I think we do need to do a better job of being there for each other because some people can't afford therapists yeah some people can't afford so many things and we all have different knowledge and like different ways that like we can help each other and like say different things to help each other I don't know I think it's just something that we need to all do a better job of like supporting each other with and maybe bring up the subject more because yeah I mean Adriana and I my whole family have dealt with suicide yeah growing up you know when I was in high school my uncle did it and mm-hmm. my family you know we dealt closely with it because they were in between houses so they lived with me when that happened um so we we dealt very closely with it and Adriana was always posting about suicide and you know yeah things get better like awareness stuff like that and her older brother Michael he was literally running a, a race that was a fundraiser for suicide prevention. It was 48 miles. That's it. Yeah. He was on his 44th mile and he got the call about Adriana in a suicide prevention. Like it was still so relevant in our lives because, you know, my uncle, he was, my mom knew my uncle since she, my mom was 10 when she met him because my aunt Deb has been with him her whole life. So Mm -hmm. it's just, it was always so relevant. And I, I just like wish, I asked more again, I don't feel guilt, but like maybe you guys could just bring it up more to your friends, to your family members. Like, are you actually doing okay? Like, is everything actually good mentally and not feel weird about bringing that up? I think that could be something that's a little less taboo. Yeah. Especially people who seem so happy. Mm -hmm. I saw a video. I didn't send it to you. I don't think because I think it was just too soon. Right. Um, it was these people at a sports game and there was one person who was very, these two men were sitting there. One was very like vocally having a good time, like cheering everything on, was just living his best life. And then the guy next to him, you could tell was very somber, very like clearly outwardly struggling with something. And then it has them like going through this game for a little bit. And then it cuts to the somber man putting something like remembrance on the seat of the man that was very loud and very like cheering and outwardly having a good time because sometimes those are the people that are struggling the most. Yeah. People that are internalizing everything and keeping everything to themselves and just honestly maybe more like concerned about the people around them having a good time because they're struggling. So they want to make sure everyone else is like happy and it's just, that's such, such a good like message. I feel like don't just check on your friends who seem not okay. Yeah. Like check on the ones that are always smiling too and always like making jokes and having a good time. Like we're all humans. We just express things differently and we handle situations differently and emotions. Yeah. Honey. I mean, it's, it's so true. My cousin, Michael, he does want to start like, um, a nonprofit Mm. or something for suicide. And my brother definitely wants to get like involved in it too. Um, Because, you know, we've all played our part, like, this time around, and, you know, like, I won't get into, like, everyone's, like, 
past trauma in part, but like basically, like, you know, my brother was like, my brother's a detective for those of you who don't know, like an, like an actual detective. detective. And yeah, he was like the first one that, like there. Um, obviously you didn't see anything, but he was like the first one there and he like cleaned up after and stuff like that. Um, and I was, me and Adriana were like the closest people to each other. So like, you know, Michael has his own trauma with my uncle and Adriana, but so Michael wants to start a nonprofit Joe wants to be involved. I would be involved, like, you know, in a way where, like, maybe I could promote it, like, social media-wise. And I'm oh, so sorry. I'm so allergic. I'm it's so sorry. It's just simply not. <laughs> you're so cute. Harlow is the loveliest cat. She in is. Case you're not watching. You're listening. My cat wants to be pet so bad, and I would love to sit and pet you, honey, but she's a very loud purrer. Um, she just, she won't stop. And I'm, I'm also allergic, and so I don't want to start sniffling everywhere. Mm. Yes, I'm the girl who's allergic to cats and has two of them and a dog, but... We're just going to redirect, <laughs> honey. But my brother would be involved in the nonprofit some way, and then I would be involved, like, social media-wise, promoting it. And I don't know. I think that would be really cool. It's definitely, like, I don't want to just say, like, I want to spread awareness. And, like, mm-hmm. I really want to do something with my platform toward that, even if it's in the future. And I know you're interested in that, too. No, for sure. So. I would totally be into it. And I think that's something I probably haven't done enough in my life is – I don't get involved. Mm-hmm. Like as an adult, I kind of just have sailed through life. And I mean, obviously I've had a lot of my own struggles, but now that especially this job uh, is very like blesses me a lot. And so I have money that I would love to put towards good things mm-hmm. and like help other people get maybe have the resources, like whether it be like maybe starting a fund for people that can't afford therapy, but I don't know, like, it helps pay for it. Yeah. Um, like little things like that, I would love to start. Speaking of mental health in your job, um, Sam and I have to say, fuck you. Well, yeah, <laughs> and also there's like a magic wand being waved on all of the clips that we're posting yeah. on like reels and all stuff. Of the podcast TikTok clips are like popping off. All yeah, like our producers and stuff. They're posting clips of our podcast and they are going viral. Yes. Oh, on the complete wrong, wrong side. side of mm-hmm. the internet. So getting into the mental health stuff with that, I'm going to let Sam talk a lot on this as well. <laughs> let, you know what I mean. But you want to explain? Go ahead. So remember a couple episodes ago, honestly, it might have been the first episode or second. I don't even remember. We talked about how I posted that Popcorners video and the comments were just absolutely horrendous. I think it was the third episode. Maybe. I think so. Really? I can't. I lose track these days. Only because I think I was wearing the black sweater. Oh, Yes. After that happened, I was always aware that that side of the internet existed out there somewhere. (laughs) Um, And so we posted a reel. I will say, there was zero context for this reel that we posted. Caesar, and you leave this in. Caesar did us dirty. Yes. He he edited it it amazing for engagement. engagement. Yes. (laughs) But he did us dirty. Yes. Um, The TikTok... Essentially, the clip was me saying that men only respect women that they are attracted to in the sense that attraction and respect should not go hand in hand. You should not only be nice to the people that you are attracted to. That's just simply not how life should work. Humans should respect each other. I'm so out of breath. And Okay, well, while you catch your breath, <laughs> our other point was Sam posted a video of her eating popcorners, like literally, essentially like a healthier chip. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Now a skinny girl can post her eating whatever she wants and no one will comment. The only comment she'll probably get really, (laughs) 
I'm sorry, but the only comment she'll really get is like, I love a girl who can eat. If they're going to comment on yeah. what she's eating. Yeah. Or maybe like, oh, that food's gross. Nothing yeah. on her body. No. But if Sam posted her eating McDonald's, it's everyone's going to be like, Fatty Patty's back at it again. Oh, Caesar. Caesar's going to do a so dirty again. <laughs> I mean, oh, it makes me angry. But that's all we were saying is yeah. we weren't saying. You should be attracted to me. That's the number one comment. Is So basically, we post this reel, right? And people are running with it. These men only listened to the first three seconds where I said, <laughs> men don't respect women that they're not attracted to. And they are mad at me because I'm upset that they're not attracted to me. And they're I mad never, at me because I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. I never said you had to be attracted to me. I never said that you're not allowed to have a preference in what you're attracted to. I simply said... You just shouldn't be mean to people just because you're not attracted to them. I also, they're really, 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 really fucking mad at me for saying it's great and glorious to be fatty patty. I never freaking said it's healthy to it, be my weight. It's so funny because there's like like a pretty girl who commented something. She's like pretty. Yeah. She commented something. I hate whatever. Fuck her. But I, there's so many replies from guys like liter like legit. Like, yeah, no. You're, like, like trying to like. By the way, we're not talking about like 100 comments. We're talking about 10,000 comments. Overnight. Overnight. 10,000 comments. We really pissed them off. And that's not like a, that's not, we're not using that as like an exact, like it probably has 11,000 by now. Yeah. Just so many. <laughs> and the fact that people are one, proving my point, telling me that I don't deserve respect because I'm fat, that if I want to have respect, I should lose weight and then they'll respect me. Because it's unhealthy to be fat, which I'm not going to necessarily disagree with you that it's healthy to be the weight that I am because I know how I treat my body and it's not the greatest. And so I'm not even promoting that I'm healthy, but there are so many other ways to be unhealthy that you could still be skinny and be doing those things. You might have a different eating disorder that I do. You could have anorexia, bulimia, where you're still going to stay relatively thin and that's okay. And also... Not only that, like, but a kinda, drug problem. Yeah, drug problem. But everyone is saying like this just shows that you're lazy. I don't respect lazy people. Okay, I'm sorry. And sorry, I'm sorry to put you on blast. Mm -hmm. Sam can buy every single one of your lives. Okay, she literally can. The girl works so hard. I work hard. We make good money because we work hard. Okay, yeah. you know our influencers paid high rates for certain things. Yes. yes, but I know I'll speak for myself personally. I, I. Bust my ass working seven days a week, editing, filming, d doing all different stuff, okay? I yeah. do. I bust my ass. We wouldn't trade it for anything. No. I will say I would rather be doing this than 12-hour shifts like a, as a nurse in a hospital or something. Yes. I wouldn't say being an influencer is no work, but it's definitely a job. And some but, people are annoying about it, but we're not those people. But it's not like we do nothing I, I want to close my point. Yeah, like... Sam is not lazy. No one's perfect. What you wanted to have a killer body, make all this money, do this and that. Like no one's perfect. No. You are sitting on your couch with holes in it. Like you're poor, but you might be in really good shape because you work out all the time. Yeah. Get mad at me. It's just, you shouldn't only respect people that you are attracted to hands down. You should be nice to humans. It's simply that fucking simple, but the way that it's so easy to trigger men and piss them off so bad is just, Honestly, hilarious. Sometimes comments bother me. Those ones, I should read some of my faves. At least we were in this one together. Some of them were funny. Guys, someone commented, <laughs> someone commented 50 tons of gray. Someone said, to everyone leaving mean comments, bro, you are just proving her point. 
And then they replied to themselves saying, never mind. This fat shit is too round to have any point. Okay. <laughs> someone, guys, someone commented, this is the Fagwell podcast. Guys, stop making fun of her. She's three times the person will ever be. Or, oh, she clearly has a lot on her plate. Yeah. This, this is one of the, this is a good explanation of one of the comments I'm talking about. We don't respect women who are fat because how you just let yourself go like that. Most kids by the age eight to 10 know, and you can see as a parent to child is bigger than every, wait, this grammar. Well, clearly it's a lot of dumb people. It's basically, yeah, we don't respect women who are fat because why you ain't start working out earlier even now. It ain't impossible. It's just called laziness and not sticking to the script. 60% body fat detected, opinion rejected. <laughs> and like everyone, oh my God, it's it. what the ones that annoy me really are like guys who are like, they are the ugliest people for yes. real. I'm, and I mean that from like the bottom of my heart, like you're ugly. They are commenting like, I would like saying like you're mad because they're not attracted to you. Like people were saying that like we shouldn't have a podcast because we are just spreading toxicity. I'm literally your comments are proving exactly what I said. And like people are saying like these two people are the types of people that are going to be single forever. Okay. First of all, both in relationships, eight year relationship here with a guy who's six or four, a very, very good good job. job. Have we seen Gerald? Like, (laughs) like super cute. CIA agent, like, iconic, honestly. Really? I think so. I'm convinced he's a CIA agent. That would make sense. Yes, because his job is, like, super top secret. Are you allowed to say that? I don't think so, so <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. My boyfriend's a CIA agent. Yeah, I don't know what he does. No, me either. Um, anyway. Which they're going to take that and be like, mm, he has a different life. He's just being, hiding oh, things yeah, from her because he doesn't actually well, love her. it's funny because like, I, I do want to touch on like how obviously this past week I dealt with like what I dealt with. We won't get back into that. But there's so many people telling Sam and I to kill ourselves yes. and DMing us personally, telling us to kill ourselves. And like, God forbid we had different mindsets. Like who knows what, yeah. luckily we have thick skin, but like, literally. and I don't even want to talk about this because these people commenting are the type of people who would hear that my cousin just did that. And they would be like, Oh, it's yes. your fault. Cause you're, yeah, they don't, they don't care. It's your fault. Cause you're fat. They don't care. No. Like, so it is what it is, but just be mindful. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> that's honestly probably one of the only downsides of this job is dealing with people like that. It It's just frustrating because they're taking like they're saying like we don't deserve a platform or we should have a degree on something if we're going to talk about it first and then going and proving the exact point of what we're saying you hear something that offends you or without even like listening to it granted there wasn't the most context but even watching that we never said being fat is healthy. We never said you have to be attracted to me. Like not even close. Yeah. We don't care what they're saying. Like they are saying the most vile things to us. And we I don't are, even care about that. We were actually right in the face laughing, like genuinely no, couldn't catch our funny. breath. Yeah. We couldn't catch our breath. I can handle a good fat joke as long as it's unique. But what we care about is they're, well, we don't care, but like what's kind of frustrating. And I hate that it's frustrating is them twisting our words. Yeah. Like they're like, oh, we're not attracted to you. Get over it. Like we don't, but care. we don't care. We don't care. Oh like, my God. This person said, no, we only respect people worthy of respecting. No, mm-hmm. that's another one. No shit, Sherlock. I respect women, not hippos. Like you are just, oh, I just, I could go on about this First forever. All, take a comedy class. Yeah. Like that. No shit, Sherlock. And like, we respect like hippo. Really? Like, Honestly, props to the 50 tons of gray person. That was hysterical. Love mm. how this turned into a 
cozy little nighttime podcast. Yeah, sorry about the lighting, guys. It might not be the greatest, but... Maybe for season two, we'll have a studio. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get a house with a room. Things are going good, though, so thank you, guys. And uh, while while you're at it, while we're on this little light part... um, Sorry. Give this a thumbs up. Comment. Like it. If you're if you're listening to it on Spotify, Apple Music, leave it a rating, a review, all that. Because you mm-hmm. guys, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but we did. We did chart. We charted. For, 49. Uh-huh. 49 on the top podcasts on Spotify or top comedy. Top comedy. We're not that good. But, but we were like <laughs> nine away from Trisha. We really were. So. You guys can do it again. If you all go. And listen to the episode on Spotify or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. Wait, should I manipulate them? Guys, it's the only thing that'll make me feel better. <laughs> Us. Please. <laughs> Guys. Um, that was something cool that happened. And that happened like pretty close after. That It was uh, two days after. And I think it was, uh, seriously, and I'm not even just saying this, um, not to get dark again, but there's the last thing I ever texted Adriana. Oh, yeah. It, it's kind of, it's funny. Um. I texted her. This was literally probably as she was, you know, doing whatever. But I was like, I'm a fat whale. And she texted me too, Andrew. And then I said, want to know something? And she never answered that. But what I was going to tell her was the podcast started doing well. Because mm-hmm. there was, a, the, after the first episode was posted, there was a point where me and Sam were like, oh, we don't know. Yeah. But then the second one. I mean, we were not expecting like millions of people to watch. We just wanted you guys to watch it and like it. Yeah, but I mean, it started doing really well. It yeah. got like a whatever. So I said, want to know something? And I was going to say the podcast started doing well. Mm. So the, you know, the day after she did that or two days after whatever, we started charting. And I, I really felt like that was like from Adriana. And yeah. it was a validation of all our hard work. Yeah. And it, it was the first thing that like, I don't know if I actually had a smile on my face, but it, I, I'll say it's the first thing that like put a smile on my face. Like mm-hmm. it was like, wow, that, that's it was like the first piece of happiness I felt since she did that at the time. So that was really nice. And that was all thanks to you guys. So, yeah, thank, thank you. you. So leave a review. Do it stars. again. Yeah. Um, but back to the comments, you know, oh, yeah. we're closing that off. But you guys, everyone hated me for being gay, which whatever. But everyone was calling me trans. Yeah, that is. Which is fine. I mean, you were like, kind of giving Kris Jenner, but. It's fine if I, you're trans, obviously. I'm not, though. That's like, it's fine if you're fat. But like. That was just their way of triggering you. Like, trying to be mean. They were asking which one. I Like, they thought I was, like, in between tra- transition. And they were like, they didn't know which, which side I was going to. And I was like, okay. That's just a new one. It, you, that's what it was. It yeah, was it a new, new one. Like, unexpected. Like, we're used to getting hate comments. We're used yeah. to people being mean. And, like, he's used to people making fun of the fact that he's gay. I'm used to people... And fat. Sorry. And fat. I'm very used to fat. Yeah, and I'm used to people telling me that I'm fat. But that was just so surprising. At first, I thought that there were some typos going on. And then I realized it was a theme. Yeah. And that they were just assholes. <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we were like literally red in the face like coughing laughing laughing oh my gosh yeah honestly maybe it was honestly probably one of like the lighthearted things that we've experienced sometimes they do hurt i'm not saying go leave these comments to creators because they have tough skin or thick skin or whatever but i mean sometimes you gotta laugh about it and it also just frustrated us because they're so if i didn't know that men were sensitive before (laughs) and easy to piss off before i do now what gags me is there are so many verified people with like uh. hundreds of thousands of followers commenting, mm-hmm. like calling us fat mm-hmm. and gay, and, and I'm like, that's bold. There's like a famous UFC fighter, yeah. And, and I'm like, I have people in my DMs. I was scared to open them. 
I thought that it was going to be people like, I mean, there are some in there that are like fatty patty. That's my new favorite statement. Someone called me a pretty fatty patty. That was pretty nice. Mm. But <laughs> there's so many guys in my DMs who I noticed, like I went and looked, they're the same people that left hate comments are like secretly trying to get with me in my DMs. Oh, see, that's where we're different. I would be posting them. They're publicly saying, oh my God, I hate fat people. It's so gross. I would never. And then in my DMs being like, wait, I, I didn't like, I didn't mean it. Like I would, I would actually really be into that. Okay. Wait, I'm just, I had a premonition. Like oh I had a raven. Yeah. That's a raven. He, he's going to clip that and everyone is going to think you're lying. I will show proof. Yeah. What are they going to do? Unsend it? I'll take screenshots. No, tonight. literally she will show proof. So you guys can <laughs> say she's lying all you want. Say whatever you want. I'll send screenshots. I'm just saying men are weird, but even that, we'll just clip that. Men are weird. Post it. We do have a bunch of topics because we wanted this to be like an all-encompassing mental health vibe. I understand we've been talking for a while already, so we'll try to not keep you for the next three hours because we probably could talk about this forever. Yeah. Like truly. Um, <clears throat> so that we, have a, we have a bunch of like bullet points. We might just like kind of skim through and talk about some stuff. If you guys have like specific questions, you can leave them in the comments and we will either just respond to it mm-hmm. Or maybe even talk about it in a different episode. And also, like, this isn't, um, we're not doing a mental health episode because it's trendy or because it's, like, relevant in our lives right now. As much as it's fun to sit and, like, tell jokes and updates and stuff, I have always been someone where I want my content to bring, like, have value and substance to it. And when we've tried to have podcasts in the past we just have like gone back and forth a lot of like what we want it to be like and how we want it to be formatted and how we want it to look. And I really just wanted a space to come on and talk for a long period of time because I just feel like we have experienced so many things in our lives and we have so much to share that might not get included in a three minute funny TikTok. Yeah. And podcasts are pretty much the only space that you can do that without complaining about how long the episodes are, or your videos are or whatever. Um, so we have some bullet points right here from you guys are these from you then uh, i haven't looked yet <laughs> i know that we are gonna do what would samantha joe do but before that we have just some like bullet points and like different mental health things we'll try to not be like super long-winded yeah and also i want to say that obviously sam and i are not professionals oh, yeah. And a lot of these, like, we might even skip because we're like, we are bad with this, yeah. too. Like, I don't know how to deal with that. Like, like, I may have experienced it, but I don't have a good advice to give you on yeah. what to do with it. Um, this is not therapy. It might feel like therapy, and it could be beneficial and helpful to talk to us and just have these conversations, but we're not professionals. Okay, so really quickly, yeah. our experience with mental health. Like, what would you say you experience with mental health? And then I'll say mine. I grew up in a really small town, so I never had to meet new people. And uh, besides the fact that my mom was sick growing up, which is, like, sad and scary, I never really struggled with mental health issues specifically until I left to go to college. I went to school, hated it, just was for the first time ever put in a position where I had to meet new people. I wasn't good at it. I was all of a sudden thinking about how people were perceiving me and my body and just became super insecure about it and started to like compare myself to other people. And then that's when I realized I was experiencing like anxiety and then I got really depressed and it just kind of snowballed ever since then. So I growing up don't think I had depression and anxiety. My mental health journey really started when I was 19 years old 
around and then has just been like honestly the main (laughs) forefront of my life ever since has just been about trying to figure out how to get my shit together constantly comparing myself to other people especially with social media when i came into your life yes (laughs) yes sorry and i mean it has been a very long journey and i just now even eh, i would say i'm just not getting it together but i still am figuring it out i probably will always be figuring it out i think um you don't realize that you're always getting better so you always feel like there's more oh this is great and then like you'll look back to last year and you'll be like Mm -hmm. i was not no i was not because you're consistently getting better which is good i have learned this year that not i didn't just learn it this year but i've really implemented it into my life this year is that i'm only gonna grow when i put myself in uncomfortable situations like i for years i kind of just stayed in my little corner it was safe i was depressed but at least i was like safely depressed yeah. like i could just be how i was i was kind of riding the wave going with the flow and you experience so much growth and change and for me like social anxiety was really bad i hated that i had no friends or felt that i had no friends and pushing myself the past couple of years to get outside of my box has completely changed my life and i guess i don't know how i was gonna land that plane or that thought you're just saying like your overall struggle with this is my adhd a newly found issue um but i don't know and going to therapy has helped me so much like being able to accept help for the things i was going through for the longest time i just didn't want help i didn't want to admit that something could be wrong with me um i think i was also scared a little bit after watching my mom struggle with mental health growing up a lot i never wanted to get to a place where i was feeling the way that she was feeling and so for me it's just been like a journey it's been a lot of ups and downs more downs than ups probably but we're getting there and i'm 25 so if you're younger than me and you're struggling it will get better it just takes effort and for a long time i didn't want to put the effort in Mm -hmm. to get better i just thought one day it'll magically be fine like i'll feel better i'll be skinny um which hasn't happened, unfortunately for me, but putting in effort is vital and I don't know. What about you? And even, I just want to say, even if, you know, right now you feel like you can't put in effort, just remember what I said before where even things that are out of your control can change last minute. I mean, did I really think that we were going to go into a worldwide pandemic and I would be able to just stay home with my family every single day for months and that really helped me? Like, you never know yeah, it's true. what can change. So even if, like, you're feeling like, I don't want to put the effort in, I'm just over this, things can just change in a way you would never even fathom. You also don't have to change overnight. It doesn't have to be, like, a big change. If you guys need a good book to read, read Atomic Habits. It completely changed the way that I looked at life. Say your famous thing. Um, you only have to get 1% better every single day. Just the tiniest little things you can change. So for me, it can be something as small as instead of putting the dish in the sink like I normally would because the second that I have too many dishes, I get overwhelmed and I won't do them, I put it directly in the dishwasher. That is such a small, tiny little thing that you're not even going to notice that you're doing that is making you 1% better. And there are so many little things that you can do in your life that will make you 1% better. And that is so much less stressful than trying to be 100% better at something or trying to just flip a switch because realistically, that's not going to happen. 
or it's going to be a habit that you can't keep up. And so if you just find these tiny little things and tiny little ways that you can get 1% better, you'll look back in three months and realize you're a different person and it didn't feel hard. Yeah. It wasn't overwhelming because you just did it in these tiny little increments every day. And also you guys staying busy. I yeah. can tell you I was at my worst when I, I worked at Chili's. So like I had a job, I made good money at Chili's for, you know, what I needed at the time. I would work four days a week and then the three days I didn't work, I would be at home doing nothing, sitting and thinking. And now I could say I work seven days a week. Like yeah. I, but it's, I'm, I'm doing something I love. Yes. I'm, I absolutely love it, but I'm not sitting and thinking. And back then I was like, I had so much time to think. I'm like, is that cheating on me? I'm yeah. depressed it, this, that. And you really just need to stay busy. Find something that you love to do mm-hmm. a skill, crochet whatever it may be like I'm the woman of a million hobbies because i was in desperate need of something that would make me happy <laughs> and like now you're so busy you don't even have time yeah. to sit and think no it is very important i can't let my brain be too idle because i will start to think about like things when you were at your worst and i'm pissed because we can never do it anymore but when you were at your worst you focused all your energy on Fortnite. yeah and let me just say you guys you guys don't know about this about little pretty girly girl samantha the girl was a beast at Fortnite. like insane back in the day like building like towers in a second killing everyone winning every like it was crazy she was so good we used to play together and that's one of my favorite memories but we can never play anymore because she associates it with like the worst time in her life yeah so i'm always like just play with me no i know i do associate things like very heavily um but you had so much time you were just playing fortnite and you were so depressed i mean i didn't have the time but i spent my time (laughs) yeah doing that anyway I definitely have been someone who has done the bare minimum for a long time because I went from being so depressed in school to then realizing, okay, I'm not going back to college. I can't do this. And then started YouTube as my full-time job. And that became my full-time job. And the reality of this industry is, is even doing the bare minimum you are making and you're lucky enough to get the audience. You're making more money than most people. Like the bare minimum social media people break six figures, probably. I broke six figures. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like you, and where I was living in Wisconsin, that was way more money than I would ever need. And so, sorry, I'm like at the point where I'm, my legs are falling asleep because I'm a fatty patty. But <laughs> my new favorite statement, I love fatty patties. Because, wait, what was this? Oh, and I got so used to being able to do the bare minimum that my work ethic sucked. Like it was so bad. It has gotten a lot better this year because I've simply had to do a lot more this year. But I kind of let that energy be how I was in everything in my life. I did not shower. I did not take she care didn't. of myself. You guys, she really didn't. <laughs> I also didn't go in public. So I wasn't like trying to sting around everyone. But I just, I didn't take care of myself at all. And it wasn't just in work. It was just in everything. And I really thought I was just going to get better. I was like, no, it's, I'm just going to wake up one day and be like everybody else. And I'm going to feel happy and I'm going to enjoy everything. And I'm going to want to have a 15 step shower routine. And I don't care about what my coochie smells like. I don't, I don't know. Like I really thought that's how it was going to happen. And it just doesn't, you have to put in the effort, which sucks. I wish we could snap our fingers and all of our problems would go away. But it just is not how it works. No. So I obviously grew up really overweight and in the closet gay. I And I hate saying this. It sounds so pick me. But day-to-day life, a lot of people wouldn't really pick up that I'm gay. Like when I go 
you know, maybe to a server if I'm extra nice, like yeah. they'll, they could pick it up. But like day to day life, I I don't sound yeah gay for them. Like when we're just having a not yeah. funny conversation. So when I was younger, I I did. I sounded <laughs> did you get yeah. I had such a high pitched voice. I was um, five foot one until college. Oh okay. uh, yeah, I did. I was really like short, yeah. like high pitched voice, and hung out with primarily girls. Yeah, which like now you're the most girly girl person I have in my life mm-hmm. by far. And I'm not the most girly girl of girly yeah. girls. So like, but by far you're the most girly yeah. girl. So, you know, when I do talk on social media, I'm very like, like, uh-huh. but now I'm not, I was, I, it was bad. <laughs> so I grew up primarily hanging out with girls. I sounded gay. I was in the closet, very overweight. Um, it didn't really bother me until I was in my early twenties and I lost 85 pounds really quickly Jealous. Not the most healthy way at yeah, first. Um, it got healthy, but not the most healthy way at first. I uh, was not eating. I was on. T- I, I really was, and I've said this before in here. I was like on top of the world. It was the happiest time in my life because I felt really good about myself, uh, how I looked, and then I got really, really into the gym and eating healthy, which is good. And I got. I built up a lot of muscle, so I gained weight, but it was muscle weight, and I just. Mm-hmm. I looked really good. I felt amazing. And then um, I turned 25 and I got my back injury and I gained some weight back, which isn't an excuse. There are people who have way worse injuries than me who are missing limbs and are in the gym every day. It's it's simply not my cup of tea. Okay, it's not. I try it um, as much as I can. But anyway, um, can't live for the gym. It was when I gained some weight back that my mental health really was thrown you got a taste of the skinny life yeah i did and the way people treated me so differently when i was skinny was insane like it's true like we've had lots of talks about that because i've never been skinny so i don't don't notice the things and you're like no like that's not they don't treat people skinny people like that yeah so i like soft rolled coming out of the closet like before i lost the weight like on grinder secretly and stuff (laughs) and like I never had a hookup or anything because everyone was like, you're fat and disgusting on Grindr. So like, but it didn't trigger me until I realized that when I lost the weight, I was the hottest commodity. Mm. Yeah. And like, again, I still had like that fat person mentality. So I didn't hook up with anyone. Zach's like my first everything really. I mean, I, I tried things here and there, but I could never get into it because I was so worried about how I looked. When you always said like, the people even that you would come across day to day, like out shopping, more people were holding doors for you, more people were mm-hmm. treating you better customer service wise. I think the best compliment you could get is someone asking if you were a model. And oh. you guys, you guys know I hate myself. Like so many people when I worked at Chili's, like my tables would ask if I was a model. My jawline was sharp. I had like, you know, my arms were nice. My hair was perfect. Like Insert picture. <laughs> oh yeah, literally. <laughs> But I, I mean, I just, it was, it was, it felt great. And then I gained some weight back and I got my relationship with Zach when I was skinny. But when I first started working at Chili's, when he first met me, I was overweight. And then like, I got my own head. I'm like, well, he didn't like me when I was overweight. And then all of a sudden I lost weight and then we were dating and then I gained weight back. Relationship weight. It's real. It happened. Yeah. And like back injury weight, yeah. I guess, lazy weight. <laughs> But that'll feed the men in the comments. Overall, I want to say um, I have a severe problem, and let me explain, with hating myself. Yeah. Now, I don't hate myself in a way where I hate my overall being. I genuinely love my personality. 
I think I am such a loyal friend. I, I'm a loyal person. I think I'm fun to be around. I I think you know doesn't ever wake up on time. Yeah, <laughs> me like listening to things I ate. I I really do. I like my personality. I do. But you are really great to be around. I will say. I genuinely hate the way I look. I I can't look in the mirror. Like I hate the way I look. I do. And if you're asking for like help on that, I don't have it for you yet. Because I will I, say, can I just give you some resp- like some props here? Yeah. I don't want to interrupt you. You've grown so much in that atmosphere. When I first met you, you were way more insecure than you are now. Whether you noticed that because earlier you had kind of said like you don't notice that you've gotten better until I was, you look bad. I was skinnier when you first met me. Were you? Yeah. I never. Then I am now. Oh, okay. But then uh, like last September, I lost a whole bunch of weight. I was so skinny last September. Yeah. I, look- I feel like you look so good now even. I, I've definitely upped my, um because. You just it, look happier. I mean, you, obviously what's going on right now, obviously not, yeah. but. I see videos of you now and you look like you have more life in you. Well, you kind of inspired me in a way where like, I remember you just weren't taking care of yourself looks wise because you didn't feel like you felt good enough to to do your hair, to wear makeup, to do all this. And I didn't realize I was doing that too. And Mm -hmm. I was just wearing black shorts, black shirt every day. Like we kind of just woke up one day and decided that that's not how we were going to be anymore. Well, me way more recent. Yeah. Like the events and stuff. You're like, I actually, I'm, I want to try more style. Like I want to yeah. try and like be more comfortable in the outfits that I want to wear instead of just wearing the same thing. Yeah. So I, I literally was like Shane Dawson. I wore like the same. Yeah. Adam Sandler. Hi Morgan. Morgan commented. <laughs> yeah. Hi we Morgan. Love you. Um, I was like Shane come Dawson. On the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, Morgan, come on. Did you already ask her? We, no, we should message her and ask her to come on. Okay. That'd be fun. Morgan. I'm you're here for that. The seats for you. Right in the middle. But I was like Shane uh, where I, I had like the same like three shirts yeah. I would wear all the time. You did. Uh, yeah. But, um, you've grown a lot in that. Yeah. I, I really do like myself as a being, but I, I, I hate the way I look. I, I look in the mirror and I'm just disgusted. Now, do I let that affect my like will to live? No. Yeah. But I, mean, but I feel like same though. I feel like that has to be something a lot of us actually feel. And even people that we look at and we're like, I would kill to look like you. They think the same things about themselves most of the time too. And something I'm blessed with and I think you'll be able to agree with me, is you guys, it is not, my brain is not wired this way. I I genuinely cannot care what someone else thinks of me. Oh, I'm so jealous of that. I mean, maybe it, like if I'm in public, like in like Target, like screaming, sure. But like... There's nothing that somebody could say about your appearance that you take to heart or care, give a shit about. I don't, maybe it's because I'm like, I already know, like I don't care. But, but I, I do too, but for some reason it hurts my feelings. Yeah, no, I don't know. Like, so like these people, like, because I'm saying like how much I hate myself and how I look, I know you guys are probably like, oh my God, these people leaving hate comments about how he looks. You guys, I am not wired that way. I, <laughs> I don't, don't give a fuck, but it almost sucks more because I care so much about what I think about myself, which is, I guess, in, that's important, but anyway, that's where I'm at. I also have severe, severe, severe anxiety, which I should have touched more on because that's how relevant it is in my life. But it's not social anxiety. It's more nighttime anxiety, number oh. one, which... Nighttime anxiety sucks. Probably ruins my life the most because I stay up so late and then I wake up so late, half my day is gone. And it affects my relationships. Yeah. Like... Me and Sam genuinely, like, we really do fight about it, rightfully so, because I make us late to 
absolutely everything, everything because I cannot wake up because I'm up till five in the morning, mm-hmm. six in the morning. You are up so late. And it's just anxiety. I yeah. can't. No, it's bad. Nighttime anxiety is legit painful. It comes out of nowhere. I will say we are aware that we have talked about, <laughs> we've been talking for a while already. Like that says an hour and 48 minutes. Um, and we quite literally have not even gotten to the outline that's in front of us. So we've decided that we're just going to make it into two episodes. Yeah. Because we have lots to say and we think that this matters. And if this is what we want to talk about, then we're going to talk about it. And I'm, I haven't like decided this. I haven't talked about this with Sam. This is literally the first time I'm saying this. But even if we add an extra episode to the, fir- to the season. like Yeah, if we have to, then we will. Yeah. Yeah. Just because like we do like the funny lighthearted ones too so so we do want to like just pick one more little topic to round it out on so we're not just cutting you off you weren't expecting it to be over so we need to ease you into the idea of having to wait another week to see our faces unless they have anxiety like me where they watch the red line and they're like it's ending soon it's ending soon (laughs) yeah i do that do that too sometimes (laughs) i'm like no i look up my mcchicken and i see that it's almost over i'm like no no, i know i just need 10 more minutes i know we thought a good little ending point would be for us to talk about how to stop comparing your situation to someone else's. Because I feel like as humans who I don't think we were wired to have social media and have the opinions of thousands of people and get to see millions of people's lives every single day for us to compare them to, this simply wasn't an issue, I don't think, back in the 1800s where we were like comparing Oh, I don't do that on every day. That person has this routine. My routine doesn't look like that. Yeah. It's something wrong with me. So I think this is a very relevant question and topic that we need to address because it is not normal or what's a better way for me to say this? Most of the people that you're watching online don't have the routines that they're posting. Oh my God. No, (laughs) no, it is not. Do some people have incredible structure in their lives and make all have all of these healthy habits sure but most people do that for the video yes like it's normal to be all over the place it's normal to not have a 15 step morning routine that you do the same thing every single day i would thrive if i did structure Mm, I love structure. Yeah, you have no structure. No, I don't. And the only time this year that I've had structure was at the beginning of the year when I was doing my no fast food challenge. I quite literally had to have the same events happen every single day or I wouldn't get everything that I needed to get done done. But it also was like incredibly draining and I couldn't live my entire life the way that I was living. Can I just say, I I said that in a very, I don't have structure either at all, but we we have structure in different ways. We do. Yeah, we definitely do. Um, And so being a creator and you being a creator, I feel like we get a double whammy of comparisons. We not only compare ourselves the way everyone does on social media to everyone that we're seeing. Oh, we don't look like them. We don't have this. We don't have that. And they do. We also compare ourselves to other creators, whether it be the engagement that we're getting, the followers that we have, like this industry is very opportunities. Yeah. Oh yes. That was, that's a good one. We always would be like, well, why don't we getting invited to certain things? Which the bear of bad news sometimes has to do with the way you look. Yeah. And not being that perfect, like Hollywood, like look or whatever, weight, whatever it may be. Um, so I have always, I've had actually probably, so I cut that. I've had multiple month long spurts in my life where I had to stop watching people. Yeah. Because of how bad I would compare my life 
to theirs. We did touch on that a little bit in the first episode. Hannah Maloche. With Hannah Maloche. I was so jealous of her life when she moved to Hawaii. I wanted that life so bad, that group of friends. And now I've grown and I've learned that I wouldn't thrive in that environment. But... Wait... Sorry, for yeah. the for the people who are watching, I made a face when you said that group of friends, a disgusted face. But again, if you didn't see the first episode, it's because me and Sam <laughs> had a thing where she would always be like, I want Hannah Malosha's friends. And I would and be like, so mad. But I, because I, it was at a time where Sam wasn't answering my texts yeah. a lot. So I would be like, bitch, I'm trying to be, be your, your friend more. Yeah. And so that, but anyway, it was a joke. <laughs> I love Hannah Malosha. Okay. <laughs> He's so afraid that he will think he hates Hannah Malosha. Because well, I always doesn't. like, I, like I made a face again, but it, it was, it's for that reason, not yeah. her. It just, that can be seen a lot on social media, even like Alex Earl and her friends. It looks like such a fun environment and I would love to be a part of that. And I, I spent so much time just saying like, well, why don't I have that? Why don't I have that group of friends? What's wrong with me? Or I love Emily Kaiser like so much. She seems so sweet. Same with Avery Woods. Um, have us on your podcast or come on our podcast. But I don't know who that is, but yes, there's, there's, they seem so genuinely sweet. Um, but like sometimes watching their videos, I sometimes feel inspired. Like, okay, I should have a better routine. But also sometimes I'm like, I don't have that energy. Like, I don't know how you get up and you have such a structured life and everything seems to be so perfectly in place and you just have videos constantly. You're posting five times a day. How are you posting five times a day? But then I also have to remember that that's somebody else's life. Yeah. That's not mine. Like I, and I don't know what their life actually looks like behind the scenes. I'm sure looking at mine or your social media pages, I'm sure our lives are different than what they look like on there. Like we don't do anything. I really don't do anything. You, you don't do anything, but I don't do anything so much that you comment on how I don't do anything. (laughs) That is true. I make a conscious effort to leave my house. And I know you guys may seem like, no, you guys are always going on trips and doing stuff. Um, that is a part of the job for very fortunately we have gotten to do more this year than any other year for sure. Um, but I mean, in general on a day to day, week to week basis, unless I'm going home to see my mom, unless I'm going to Disney world because I bought a pass to live in Florida. I don't, we don't do anything. Yeah. Something I want to do differently is I live, um, you know how like people live paycheck, paycheck mm-hmm. to paycheck. I live vacation to vacation. Like, yeah, I, I have to travel at least once a month. Yeah. Um, and again, that is not a privileged influencer saying that. I Yes, I'm an influencer, but I also do work my ass off yeah. for the money I have. But I like to travel like at least once a month because I that's how I get my serotonin, yeah. is it? Yeah. Like, or someone coming to visit me. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly doing that. But Looking I don't do anything. Like, during the week, I stay home with my dogs. Like, genuinely, I don't leave because my dog has anxiety. He barks so bad when I leave, and then we got a noise complaint, whatever. Mm -hmm. I live in an apartment. So I genuinely don't leave my apartment during the week. Like, as in my car is parked in the same spot from Sunday to Friday night. (laughs) Like, it, I don't leave. I don't go to Target. I wait for my boyfriend on the weekends to do that with me. Like, so I really do nothing unless I'm traveling or coming here. That's why I love coming here to do the podcast. You guys are getting me out of the apartment. It really is. It's a good, for me, it's a good part of the week to know like oh I'm gonna get human interaction outside mm-hmm. of my boyfriend in the middle of each week yeah. I love that and then I have my weekends with my boyfriend and I feel like we have a good like routine now but I guess when it comes to comparison 
because that's the question. We really should have called this podcast sidetracked. Um, it's literally going to be impossible for you to watch social media and consume TikToks all day long and not compare yourself to people. It's more so just becoming aware of when you're doing that yeah. and as it's happening. Um, I've been trying really hard to just become more aware of my social media consumption in general. Like I have my, I have my Kindle sitting right there. I've been reading before bed instead of scrolling on TikTok. I have by I crochet whenever I notice I'm like scrolling a lot. I don't know if I said this in a podcast or not, but one of the things that I have started to do is if I'm scrolling and I realize I've been scrolling for a minute, I'll say, what were the last three videos that I just watched? Oh. And if I cannot read out, like tell myself what the last three videos that I watched were, I have to turn my phone off. It's like grounding yourself. Yeah. Well, kind of. Cause it's like, you're not comprehending anything anymore. And what you consume really does affect how you feel even even if it's just like subconsciously if you're constantly listening to negative videos or just i mean anything if you're listening to happy videos then you might be a happier person you might like walk through your day with a more light mindset um but like you're gonna compare yourself just try to be more aware of when it's happening so you can stop it remind yourself that the people you're comparing themselves to are posting highlight reels. Yes. They're posting the greatest parts of their life. You don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Um, and there's nothing wrong with you yeah. just because your life doesn't look like the person online. And that is so hard. But also like on a like different way of like comparing yourself, I don't necessarily compare my routine so much to people, but I do compare the way I look, but yeah. not really to people on social media. I yeah. understand there are better looking people. I don't, yeah. I know I'm not going to be the best looking person ever. Like it, it, it is what it is. I yeah. don't, I'm not upset about that, but in a way that it's really toxic for me is like, if Zach and I are out, like we go out to eat or something and where our server is like a really attractive gay guy. Yeah. Now I, I'm not someone who would be mean to the server. Yeah. I at all. That's yeah. so not me, but I am also someone who has to say things that I think people are thinking. Uh-huh. So that's why I'm always saying, like, I'm fat. Just in case anyone's thinking I'm fat, I have to say it. <laughs> Let them like, know. It's, that's a therapy thing for sure. But then I'm always constantly saying, like, to Zach, like, I know you think that guy's attractive. Yeah. Which is fine if he does. Zach is allowed to find other people attractive. I, I always say, like, that guy's so attractive. Yeah. But it's a thing. And but it ruins the... Because it annoys Zach. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah. So I'm, I'm constantly doing that, like... We'll be in Target and I'll be like, I know you think that guy's attractive. Mm -hmm. Like, and he's like, I didn't even see him. Didn't even like pay attention to it or look to yeah. it. But our brains are telling us that the, that's what and they're And I also say it in such like an accusatory way. Like where it's fine if he thinks he's attractive. Yeah. Me when I wake up from like a cheating dream. Oh. Don't get me started. Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> I will fight. Like an actual fight with you. Mm. If you cheated on me in my dream. No scene. Yeah, it's bad. But I see what you're saying. I think that's a good like different perspective of that. Where you're almost comparing, like, re that's more like real life, I feel like. It, well, it's it's me thinking other people are, like, yeah. it's me thinking Zach's like, oh, I could have that. Yeah. But I, okay. but instead I have this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stuck with that sack of potatoes. Yeah. I think I've experienced that somewhat, but probably not in the same. Daryl might listen to this and say I do the same shit, and I don't even realize <sighs> that I'm doing it. I definitely... Yeah, I probably do it too. I have to tell you about the fight oh I started with Zach the other day. Oh but no! We'll save it. We'll save okay. it. Okay. Cliffhanger. Yeah, we'll save it. The dramatics. It's re 
it is next level ridiculous. Oh I called my entire family, like saying I'm breaking up with Zach. You I did call me. He tried to call me, and I said, I am in a club in the Wisconsin Dells. I did. It was my birthday, and Zach took me out to take my mind off things, and I did uh, like have margarita. Maybe one too many margaritas. Give me one. Yeah. <laughs> this poor guy. Oh, no. Yeah. And he. it was so dumb that he wasn't even fighting back. No, like, I can't wait to hear. How I, are you guys going to wait a week? Oh, yeah. It's next level. I called everyone. And when I called everyone and everyone would like start laughing and I would hang up on them like so mad. And I was like, I know the craziest person I know will be Sam, but I'll save it for the podcast. Okay. So you guys will hear about that. Well, we hope that you got something from this episode. We have a lot more to say. So if you're interested in the mental health stuff, just buckle up. Because we're going to talk a lot about it. Or if you have any like additional questions or concerns, you can leave them down below or message us on the famous Instagram. Oh, yeah. A big part of why we're doing this in two episodes is because we want more of your input. Yeah. Like We just put this on the Instagram, but in the comments down below, guys, just leave anything you want to say mental health. If you've dealt with suicide, if you've anxiety, literally anything, leave it in the comments. Um, you could also DM it to us on the famous account. Yep. Follow us on TikTok. Instagram, yeah, everything. You're better at that part than um, me. And we're also going to link our personal stuff now yeah, down below. Yeah, we saw some of those comments. People being like, we really want to find Andrew, but I don't know, like, where is he? Guys, my, like, life goal, because I think it's never going to happen, is hitting 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I'm like... It's going to happen. I'm like 25,000 away. Yeah. Tw- 24,000. Yeah. So if, like, everyone watching this just goes and subscribes... Then he would already have it. Andrew TMI on everything, guys. Yep, do it. Although TikTok is also really important now, too, so go follow me there. Yeah, TikTok is so important. (laughs) Unfortunately, I know you guys love long form. We will always make YouTube videos. But TikTok, when you think about it career-wise, is so important right now. So, yeah. I do want to quickly say before we end, thank you in advance for, one, all the wishes and prayers that you guys sent to Andrew. Because by the time you're watching this... The episode where I was with Jenna and Annika has already gone out. Thank you. And yeah. I'm sure you guys are just the sweetest. It hasn't gone out yet, but no, <laughs> I know you guys are the best. But even so, I, I posted just the slightest thing. and Oh, on your Instagram story? I have never seen support like that. And yeah. I, I honestly, guys, I really didn't answer almost anything. I couldn't. Yeah. This is my first time I'm really talking about it talking in general. Yeah. Like, I have been just so numb, and I still am. This I just. That's why we had to film this episode because I can't, I just can't be talking crazy and like funny right now. I can't. Um, And my anxiety, I just want to say, think like we are going to have our funny episodes again. Like, don't worry. Like, we just, this is important. And um, I'm sure a lot of people are sitting there feeling like they got more from this. I think you're going to be surprised how many people would probably prefer us sitting and talking like this. Yeah. Versus, I mean, like I said, it is nice to be yeah. fun, but Just I like think... Just like a d- diversity. Yeah. I think it helps people a lot more than we realize. Like, meeting you guys is... I always realize that. You guys like, no, that really helped me. Versus to us, it's like a stupid freaking, like, video. Um, we've already gotten comments of how much the podcast is helping people. Which is crazy. It's so sweet. I feel like we've talked about nothing. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we just appreciate you guys supporting him and us and... Just being here and allowing us to have a platform. We don't take it for granted, regardless mm-hmm. of what some of y'all beaches might think. Um, we're just very grateful. Yeah. And we love you. Mm-hmm. And I did I did uh, take a little break from YouTube when we were like starting this podcast, like two months. 
and to really focus on the podcast, focus on editing and stuff like that. And then I was going to come back after two months, but then this happened with Adriana. Now it's been like three months and I'm, yeah. it's going to take a toll on my channel. So if That's you guys okay. want to help me out there. Yeah. Please go watch his videos and support him. I'm forcing him to vlog, so he will be back. But there's this thing called an algorithm, and it hates when you don't upload. So we want to make sure that we keep Andrew's channel alive and thriving. So go subscribe. Good choice of words there. (laughs) Thank you, guys. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.